Hello, everyone, and welcome. This is Victoria Stapleton, Director of School and Library Marketing at Little Brown Books for Young Readers, and I'm pleased to welcome you to this episode of the Little Brown School podcast, for we are welcoming Caldecott medalist Mordecai Gerstein to our radio. Mordecai, welcome. Uh, hi, Victoria. Thank you. I do feel welcome and welcomed. <laughs> <laughs> Mordecai, uh, you've done so many wonderful books um, that are just treasures. Your first book with Little Brown was the first drawing, which was an imaginative biography of the the child who made the cave dwelling pictures in the south of France, which I thought was just lovely and delightful. But your new book is The Night World, which has received four starred reviews. Can you tell us a little bit about The Night World in two or three sentences? Well, it's very, very simple, and uh, it's uh, it's about uh, a boy and a, and a cat going out in the middle of the night, and and this is uh, a boy who really hasn't been out in the night by himself before, and uh, and the cat tells him they're going out for a special something special is going to happen, and outside they find other animals there, and all these animals seem to be waiting. Uh, for this special thing to happen. And, of course, we don't know what it is, but maybe we can guess after a while. And the special thing turns out to be the sunrise. And so uh, the boy witnesses the sunrise and the cat, and then uh, he runs back into the house and tells everybody that it's going to be a beautiful day. It's just Uh, simple and wonderful, right like it is. Uh, And there... We'll get to some of the details in a minute, but I want to start with you. Where do you start as a storyteller? You have different ways of telling a story, uh, different formats, both visually and, and verbally. Where does the story begin in your mind? Is it the word or the picture? Well, different stories begin different ways. Usually it's the word. Usually it's the story, you know, the idea for the story. Um, when I have when I have an idea that's kind of shaped like a story, uh, then I start to write it. Usually, with with this book, it was different because the images came to mind first, and I wanted to convey a, a, a particular world, a particular time. Uh, to me, I always think of, of my books as uh, as places. You know, each book is a different place. First drawing. Was uh, was a cave world, you know, thousands of years ago, uh, and I wanted to put that place between covers. And in this book, the night world, um, the place is is the night, the unaccustomed night, and and then the sunrise happening. And I just wanted to put that between covers, and so I started doing the images first uh, before writing, which was very unusual. And then as soon as I had some images uh, that made me feel like maybe I could really do this, uh, then I started to write and uh, work, work out the uh, narrative and the scenario and the, the dialogue between the boy and the cat. Um, so, yeah, this is, the book is unusual in that respect that uh, kind of the images came to mind first. One of the things I love about this book is the idea of the book as a place. 
and you've conveyed that so well in the details of the night that you bring out the different types of animals, the different perspectives that trees have, how shapes that seem familiar in the daytime have a completely new meaning at night. So uh, uh, I think it was fantastic how you 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 introduced us to what is fam may seem familiar but has a completely new idea once we shift perspectives. Um, were you able to explore that uh, further as you made the pictures? Um, yeah. Uh, you know, this comes from not really present-day uh, um, nighttime, but um, this comes from a particular memory, um, which, is, uh, which I tell about in the author's note at the end of the book, of the first time that I looked out a window and my... I had to pee in the middle of the night, and I called for my father. This, I was about four years old, and he came to take me to the bathroom. And on the way back, uh, we passed through the kitchen, and I looked out the kitchen window, and I saw this place that I had never seen before. And it wasn't the backyard that I knew intimately, you know, and played in. It was some place I had never seen, and uh, and that was the night world. And it fascinated me, and I wasn't really ready to go out into it. But uh, also I remember, uh, you know, walking through the house at night and, and how everything looked strange. Um, things were transformed. There was no color. Uh, and and uh, uh, objects became just shapes, dark shapes, shadows. And so uh, what I was trying to paint when I was doing these pictures uh, is that night world that I remember from when I was four years old. Well, it is beautifully rendered, and I love the phrase you, you gave me there, the unaccustomed sunrise, uh, and I had never thought of it that way before, yet sunrise must seem unaccustomed to us each morning because we're asleep most of the night, and it doesn't, the sunrise doesn't really creep up on us the way sunset can. So the sunrise uh, seems like a surprise, at least to me. <laughs> uh, it's kind of, it's kind of really is always a surprise. I mean, some mornings you just don't think it's ever going to happen, um, but it always does. I've I've always uh, gotten up early and uh, usually gone out when it was still dark. One of those people that dress in the dark, and, and I would go out and. Uh, ride my bicycle uh, or run, you know, before I went to work. And uh, and while I was doing that, the sun would come up, uh, usually. And uh, it was always, uh, I kind of think of myself as someone who collects sunrises, uh, especially love them when they, when I'm at the beach, the sun coming up uh, from from the ocean is uh, is a wonderful, wonderful event always. Now, because it's the night world and you've used uh, black for much of the book, um, I was thinking about this a lot. I don't have the most comprehensive picture book database in my brain. Uh, even though I've been working at this for a while, I'm, I'm a little ashamed of myself at that point. But most of the night scenes I remember from picture books use a very dark blue or a purple to depict night. Uh, but you... Um, 
use black? What did that allow you? Why did you choose black for night? And did that allow you um, to express certain certain uh, things uh, with that color that you wouldn't have been able to with blue or purple? Uh, yeah, well, I love black, and it's a it's a wonderful color, and uh, it's wonderful to be able to use it as a color. Uh, the shapes, and also, you know, uh, the memories that I have, uh, these shapes were black, they were dense and opaque, you couldn't see into them, you know, and uh, uh, the shape of the couch or the shapes of the trees outside. Um, so it was fun to be able to use use black as a color, black and gray, and, uh, and I hadn't, I did this book uh, with a, a brush, Usually, I, I, my, you know, I do my illustrations starting with line, drawing line, uh, pen and ink line, and then I work color over it. And later in the book, at, towards the end of the book, when the sun does come up, I, I revert to that, you know, and, and have line drawings with, with color. But in the uh, in the night scenes, I didn't use line. I got to just work with brush. And uh, using black on on, uh, on gray paper, and uh, it was uh, wonderfully freeing, you know, just kind of letting these images, the shapes, flow out of the brush, and not worrying about constraining them, you know, with lines. So uh, it was really fun. I, I you know, and it began because it was uh, it was something I hadn't done before, which is great. It's great to do. I mean, every book. Every book is a new, a new adventure. You know, it's a book um, you never did that book before. You finish a book and you know how to do that one, and then you come and do another one and you've never done it before. So you have to learn how to do it. And uh, and this one was uh, was a lot of fun in that respect because it was so so different to do. I love the idea that after I have no idea how many books you've done. And they're they're each of them just sort of their own special genius that you're still pushing and 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 experimenting and changing and finding something to delight in each of your projects. I I I love that. I love that. I do too. <laughs> um, but I, the other thing I love about this, you know, I personally relate to black quite a bit. I find it warm and comforting. And I know many people find it menacing. So one of the books I was thinking about that does use black a lot is uh, The Dark by uh, John Clausen, illustrated by John Clausen. And uh, that, there the, 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 the black is used as sort of a heavy, oppressive, sort of almost threatening um, um, feel to it. Yet your book uses black in such an expressive, warm, inviting fashion. Uh, where it, it it sort of is is welcoming the the boy uh, in into the journey and into the adventure and and I love how you did that. Oh well, thank you. I, yeah, I was concerned about that 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 uh, editors would say, oh, this is the book is too scary. It's, um, but it, it's uh, it was never meant to be scary. In fact, it was meant just to be the opposite. To introduce children to the night as a, as a part of as a part of their world, and it's really just the world before the sun comes up and after it goes down. But 
it's uh, but it but it is you know it's the same world but then again it's different too and uh, i like the line um when the boy gets outside and he it's dark and he finds the dark uh, warm and comfortable and which is what you kind of just said you know right. so i'm i'm glad that worked I love the cat because as I was looking at the book again, uh, you know, I've read this book a number of times and I, I have a stack of them on my desk and I just kind of peek in and out during the day because I, I kind of just, oh. um, but the cat is so interesting to me as a character, as a guide and as a, as a, a not such a sidek- sidekick, but someone who is a, is a wise um, introducer of uh, of this new world for the boy and how you've, you've given the cat just like one special detail that just pops out when, when people are looking at the page, it's those, it's those glowing green eyes. Yeah. That was fun. Fun to do. Just set off. That's the only color, you know, in most of the book are just those. And, and that led me to notice the other animal eyes as well, glowing in there that, you know, even on, in the dark of night, there's a, there's some sort of little light to 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 guide you along there um so i i encourage our listeners to you know just don't think of it as a as as the these pages are black think about the shapes and the movement inside uh the images i'm sorry i'm waxing a little enthusiastic here uh because i do love this book so much (laughs) wax wax (laughs) i know um, Mordecai, what are you working on now? How are you pushing yourself now? Well, I'm doing something I've never done before. I'm doing another book I've never done before. I'm doing a book about a painting uh, by uh, a French painter, early early 20th century, uh, by the name of, his name is Henri Rousseau. And uh, he was friends with Matisse and Picasso and all these other guys, but but he, who he was a, a customs agent in Paris, and he didn't start painting until he was forty, and he never took a lesson. He said his only teacher was nature, but he started painting, and he started painting these wonderful kind of naive paintings of jungles full of wild animals, and of course the only wild animals he ever saw was at the Paris Zoo, and he'd never been to a jungle. But uh, one of the paintings uh, I first saw when I was a child, and, and, you know, a reproduction of it, and uh, it always fascinated me, and I wanted to know the story of that particular painting. So this new book is, is that story, and, and, uh, and since uh, I didn't know what it was, uh, I had to go to my imagination to find out. And the book has to be in a style that's somewhat like uh, Henri Rousseau's style, which is, again, very different from anything that I've done. And, uh, and so I'm working on it. And I'm learning to use Photoshop, which all the other illustrators I know, all the other kids on the block, have been using it, and they use it all the time. They do a lot of their illustrations with it. It seems like most illustrators do. Um, and I never thought I had time to stop what I was doing and learned to use it. But I'm learning, and it's really fun. It's exciting and helping me to do this this new book. Oh, I think that's amazing. Um, 
Mordecai, I, I, you are such an amazing talent and such a generous, lovely man that comes through in your uh, books. I think that how you communicate with your young readers, um, just like the Night World, the cat shows the character in your book, you're such a gentle guide into these, into these different worlds, these different stories, and as you said, books as places. So uh, I, I love that about your work. And one thing you've also said that really, I wrote this down on the piece of paper next to me, you've mentioned a couple of times how you, you look back into your memory for different stories. So with the night world, it's it's the story of going if your father taking you to the bathroom at night. Uh, with this new book with Rousseau, it's thinking about a painting is, that you saw as a child. Do you often go back uh, to your memories uh, for for these different stories? Uh, sometimes. I mean, usually stories uh, come to me. I can't really. I look for them. You know, I look for them all the time. I'm always looking for stories wherever I go. They're hard to find. Uh, and when I find one, usually the story finds me, it seems like. It's just, boom, all of a sudden it's there. And uh, so I have to do the stories that I get, you know, that that come to me. Uh, they kind of choose me uh, rather than the other way around. But I, my childhood is, uh, especially when I was four, I have amazing recollection of my fourth year and all the things that happened in it. And uh, very vividly, and this book, you know, came out of that, and uh, and I think more books will, um, because it's, uh, you know, it's always been very close to me that year, and the events of that year, and uh, it's, uh, it's, I want to explore it more to know why it's so important to me, you know, that I, that it's uh, such a strong, it has such a strong presence still in my mind, you know. Um, so hey, I find out things by by writing about them and drawing about them and making books about them. I love that. And that's a good advice for, for our listeners and for, for the young readers of, of your books, that they can find out things about themselves by writing their own stories and drawing their own pictures, playing with their own exactly. imagination. Uh, Mordecai, exactly. thank you so very much for being our guest on the podcast. Well, it's my pleasure, Victoria, and thanks for inviting me. It was, uh, it's always fun to talk about my work. I think all artists enjoy that. Well, thank you so much for the wonderful books that you've given us through the years, and I look forward to reading the newer stories that you, you mined from that, from that year you were four years old. Uh, gentle listeners, this has been Victoria Stapleton, Director of School and Library Marketing, and with me has been Caldecott medalist Mordecai Gerstein, author-illustrator of The Night World on shelves now. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next time. Music